Okay, keep that open. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you for your Son, our Saviour. We thank you for who he is. Uh, Father, help us understand who we are in response. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, If I was to say to you, um, who do people uh, say that I am? Um, It's a pretty big question, isn't it? Um, If you say, you know, if you ask someone, what do people say about me? It's a a fairly large question. Um, We had these people before, of course, they were Wycliffe and Calvin and Billy Graham and I probably shouldn't show Colin again or you'll get bad memories of that atrocious uh, video clip we just watched before. Um, But we we know something about them. We know some things that people say about those people. But uh, they weren't asking the question themselves. I was asking the question about them. If, uh, If someone was to come to you and say, who do people say that I am? It's a huge question. If you say to someone, what do you think? Who do you think I am? That's one thing, isn't it? And that's one thing that you can respond to. But to say, what do people say about me? That's a whole other question, isn't it? Very presumptuous, a huge question, and maybe one that's not that significant in the end. Except that a lot of people in our world today treat it as if it is maybe the most important question that their life is based on. Um, I don't know. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, what do people say about me? Who do people say that I am? Anyone ever had that experience? I've never had that experience. No? No one? No. Okay. Uh, The funny thing is, no one really says it, but a lot of people live it. People live their lives with the question of who do people say that I am first and foremost in their minds. Uh, It's a a strange thing to to put, but I'll I'll explain it to you. People live their lives desperately in search of the answer of what people think about them because they are insecure about their identity and they're trying to find it somewhere. Now, maybe they're trying to define themselves by their um, job. Maybe they're um, trying to uh, immerse themselves in their hobby or some sort of sport. Or maybe they're asking the question out of a longing to know. They're not verbalizing it, but they're asking it in the way they live. They don't know the answer themselves. Who am I? Who am I? Or what am I, they might be thinking. And they get confused. They don't know the answer. They don't know how to find a basis to make a response. And because they get confused, they then ask people uh, indirectly or just adopt the practices of others. And other people they're asking don't know the answer either. And so you've got a bunch of people who don't know the answer to a question who are trying to not ask it of each other, but influence each other in the way they live. And so we end up with a fairly confused world, a world that people live in who don't really understand who they are. Uh, and we see, you know, you watch, read the paper, you see a lot of confusion. People are confused about a whole bunch of things in life. Uh, they're looking for an answer, but they don't find one. And they have confused thought processes. They define themselves maybe by their political preference. Um, They define themselves by their their gender or or by their favorite song or by their brand of device. Are you an Apple person or an Android person? And someone says, I've got a Microsoft phone. And you say, oh, does anyone have a Microsoft phone? Is that still a thing or not? No, it's not. Okay. They didn't make it. There you go. Um, Who do people say that I am? It's a question that millions and perhaps billions of people in our world are asking indirectly. Who am I? And here we are in the lead up to Christmas. Um, Anyone yet to do their Christmas shopping? Anyone still? Yeah, good luck to you guys. There's um, a lot of uh, traffic in front of you, uh, a lot of footwork to do. But um, there's something that we see at Christmas time. What is it when we, when we uh, think of Christmas? What do we see everywhere or some places? What's that? Lights. Yes, true. There's actually a lot of answers to this question. So um, I'll, I'll give you a few guesses, then I'll just tell you the one I'm looking for. Uh, what else do you see at Christmas time? Something that's fairly common. Trees. Yep, let's think more in... Uh, <laughs> we're asking the question at church, what, what might I be looking for? 
Santa Claus, that's probably not it, Ronnie, no. <laughs> We're looking for real things here. Well, what, do we, what do we think of at Christmas? Presents. Okay, I'll just have to tell you, this is becoming depressing. Uh, we think of a nativity scene, right? Uh, is that a thing or not? Is that just me? We don't see them anymore. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, okay. Uh, matter of fact, I might, Brent. How about that? Okay. Uh, so, nativity scene. And in the middle, who is this? Jesus, little Jesus, and here he is with Mary and, and Joseph, and we've got wise men and shepherds and very fluffy sheep coming towards him. Um, it's a baby uh, at Christmas time. We, we Central to every nativity scene, the ones that you might see now, I guess they are becoming less and less frequent, that's true. But central to the nativity scene is the picture of the baby lying in a manger. And who is the baby? Jesus, that's right. Um, it is, we know the answer. But why is he so special? Why is he there? We know why. He's the son of God. Uh, he's special. He's at the center of the nativity. Shepherds and wise men came to see him from long distance. They may not have made it by the nativity. That's fine. As he grew up, he becomes older and he's got thousands of people following him around the countryside. Okay. Who is he that he should get that kind of attention? He is obviously, obviously someone of import. And so Jesus says to his followers, why are people following me? He wants to know what people are doing. What do they think they're doing? What do they think they're following? And so we saw it there, didn't we? In a, in a passage we had today, chapter 8, verse 27, who do people say that I am? Who do people say that I am? He wants to know, what are the pe- do the people understand what's going on here? Back in the um, mid-2000s, this is a terrible example for 6 p.m. If you can think of a better one for me after hearing this one, can you please tell me? Because I don't think it's going to work at 6 p.m., but w- I think it works quite well here. Um, back in the mid-2000s, a fan caught Renee Zellweger out doing her Christmas shopping. And this fan saw her, and this, it was the fan's birthday. And so the fan came over and said, excuse me, it's my birthday. Could you please sign an autograph for me? And Renee said, sure, no problem. She got the pen and the piece of paper from the fan. And the fan said, thank you so much. I'm such a big fan of Grey's Anatomy. Now, okay, so this does work here. This is good. Um, so we know that Renee Zellweger is not in Grey's Anatomy. In fact, the fan thought that she was talking to Ellen Pompeo, who is one of the stars of Grey's Anatomy, all right? To be fair, they do look somewhat similar when you put them side by side there. Um, but this girl, this, this fan, had no idea who she was speaking to, did she? All right? And Renee Zellweger would have been within her eyes to say, Grey's Anatomy, who exactly do you think that I am? She could have said that, couldn't she? But she didn't. She wrote, um, have a great birthday, love, Ellen, because it's happened to her before, obviously. Uh, now, Jesus wants to know, do the people actually understand who they're coming to see? And so he says to his closest followers, who do people say that I am? And I wonder, if you ask the question today, who, what do people say about, who do people think Jesus is? What do you reckon the responses would be? A good teacher? Someone who is a nice bloke who showed us how to live a decent life? What about an Aussie, a common Aussie answer? What would they say? Who is Jesus? And they would reply, a swear word. Okay, yeah, they might. What else? They might say, I don't know. Or he's the baby in the manger. Or he died on the cross. Or he wasn't even real. Uh, we tend to forget that uh, as we come towards Christmas, this, this baby had thousands of people following him. And the common Aussie tends to forget this, right? And uh, we forget that he taught people how they could know God. We, we forget that the Jewish historians and, and, the, and the, the non-Christian historians record that this was a remarkable man who did remarkable things, all right? Who was he? The fans, the people in, the, in his day, the fans came and said, John the Baptist, Elijah, 
or one of the prophets. That's the going narrative about him. And so what's fairly clear is that no one really knows who he is. Um, if you go to have a chat with someone and you're talking for a while and it's someone you haven't seen for a while, all right, and you actually don't know them that well, or, but you know them well enough that you should know their name, but you've forgotten their name. You've ha- ever had that conversation? And then they say to you, you don't know my name, do you? What do you do there? It's awkward. And you say, yeah, it's Jeff or Bob or Gary. It's fairly clear you don't know their name, right? If you give a few options, you've got no idea. The crowds have no idea. The fans don't really know what's going on here. They don't know Jesus. And Jesus sees that they don't know who he is. And so he says to his followers, but what about you? Verse 29, but who do you say that I am? They've had a shot at telling him what the fans think. And now Jesus says, what about you? Um, Now, I don't know how you would have found yourself in that particular scenario. You've put out the answers Obviously, they're wrong. And he says, what do you think? If you're on millionaire, you might think, I'd like to use my lifeline, please, Jesus. Can I have a 50-50 on that? Can I, can I phone a friend? Luckily, the friend speaks up. It's Peter. He's on the line and he says, you are the Christ. But I wonder, the question for us should be asked, who do we think Jesus is? Because there's a lot of opinions out there. A lot of opinions out there. And we think, no, how can there be opinions? There's a lot of opinions in churches out there. Um, there's a survey taken, a church life survey that was taken and the results in 2019 showed this was the answer to who is Jesus all right 20 percent said he was a normal human being 29 percent a prophet or spiritual leader but not God 26 percent God in human form who lived among people in the first century 21 percent don't know four percent had different responses it's a fairly terrifying survey, isn't it? Don't you think? That's church life survey. Now, I don't know if they surveyed only people in churches, or, or, but it shows that only one in four believe that Jesus is God in human form. 75% believe something else. Three out of four people. And, and so there's this range of opinions on who Jesus is, okay? Some people say he's a magician. Some people say he's an inspirational teacher. Some say he's a con man. You've heard the luna, lunatic liar lord uh, thing thrown out there. But who is he really? Because what we do know about him, uh, if we step aside, is that this is the most reliably documented figure in the history of mankind. Someone attested to by his followers and by those who didn't follow him. And all the references say that this was somebody remarkable and somebody very, very, very important. He did remarkable things and died despite doing nothing wrong. Who do you think he is? And Jesus says it to his disciples. And Peter pipes up with, you are the Christ. Now, uh, today, there should be something happening for, um, well, I think that a few here may have been looking forward to, but we've been denied that pleasure. What is that? Day five of the first Ashes test. And we've been denied that pleasure. Why, Stephen? Because England weren't up to it. They barely made it to day four. Well, they made it to day four comfortably and then rolled over and Went belly up and, well, we smashed them, which is great because we love beating the Poms in cricket, don't we? Uh, but that's another issue. Uh, we've been beating the Poms over the years and we've had some great legends of the sport. Back in 1948, uh, there was a guy who was a fairly decent cricket player who retired. What was his name? Not Stephen. First name? Don Bradman. Uh, if you were to go back in time and meet him uh, in, after 1949, what would you call him? What would be the correct address for him? Sir Don Bradman, because in 1949, he was knighted, wasn't he? 
Um, if you were to meet the Queen, would you say, G'day, Lizzie, how are you going? You might, and then you get bashed up by her security guards. But what, how, how should you address her? Your Majesty. That's right. Sir Don Bradman, Your Majesty, Her Royal Highness the Queen. Um, what about if you met um, the, uh, one of the, uh, if you met ScoMo? What would you, what's the correct address for him? We, we don't know, do we? The Honourable. That's right, it's the Honourable. I, I, <laughs> I was just wondering if any of us knew that. Well, we do. Okay, the Honourable. Uh, and, and what if you're talking to Shane? How would you address Shane? Sire. Um, <laughs> you might not say that. That's, uh, with the other three, it was, that was their actual title, right? So Christ here for Jesus, no, it's not a surname. It's, it's his title. It means the Saviour, the one longed for, the anointed one, okay? God's chosen. And Peter gets it. You are the one. You're the guy. And so as we look to Christmas, we think of this baby who comes in human form in a manger, in weakness, and he comes. He's not John the Baptist. He's not Elijah. He's not a, just a prophet. No, no, he's the one who comes so that anyone who trusts in him can be saved and have a place in heaven. That's who he is. There's a flip side to that, isn't there? Because if you deny who he is, heaven's doors are not open for you because he is the gate, as he tells us. And so you can see the question of who is Jesus is a fairly significant question. But it's fairly significant in other ways as well. Because once we understand who he is, it actually helps us think about who we are as well. All right? Helps us understand who we are. Now, I wonder uh, if anyone can tell me what this is. A chocolate. Okay, Brent, because you answered correctly. It's a morrow. Okay, Shane, here's another one I prepared earlier. I'd like the two of you to open your morrows. I'd like Brent to open two morrows. Uh, open, open up. Uh, are you sure? Are we all sure that they have chocolates in their hand? How do you know? You saw it with your own eyes, Terry. It's not bad. I feel like that's not good enough. What if this is one of Craig's tricks? Could it be? And I wrapped something up. It could be, couldn't it? Emma says yes. Open them up. Come on, let's go, boys. What do you got in there? Hold it up. What do we think now? Is it a chocolate? How can you be sure? It appears to be a chocolate. How about you guys uh, be brave and bite into that for us? And maybe now you can tell us. What is it? It's a chocolate. Okay. Uh, who defines it as a chocolate? The people tasting it. That's right. Taste and see that the chocolate is good. All right. Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Um, that's fine. Anyone else wants a chocolate? Speak up faster next time. I've got nothing. I have got one more, but I need that for tonight. Um, <laughs> Unless, they're all Moro, that's Cadbury's favourite, right? The Moro, obviously not, a, not the favourite, is it? Anyway, <laughs> that's another side issue. At your Christmas parties, you'll probably be on the table, and at the end will be the four Moros that are left from the packet. Um, see, Jesus is not some liar, he's not, some, he's not a good teacher. No, no, he's the Christ, the Saviour. And once we understand who he is, he actually tells us who we are. He is the one who made the universe, and he says that you are precious. So precious, in fact. Although we don't feel it sometimes, and although we have confusion, and we live in a world where people don't understand who they are, and people define themselves by all manner of things, and their identity is lost and stuck, and confusion leads to confusion, Jesus says, no, no, hang on. Yeah, you might be confused, but I'm coming into this world as a, a, in frailty, in weakness, born as a baby, to live a perfect life that we couldn't, to die the death that we deserve, that we might be defined as precious in God's sight. Now, I wonder if, um, if these guys could regurgitate those chocolates for us. Again, don't. But if they could, 
Can the chocolate tell the chocolate what it is? Does it know what it is? It doesn't, does it? And if the chocolate's looking to the other chocolate for an answer, how can it know? It can't. And in the favorites box, there may be many chocolates, all right? But they're just chocolates, right? Um, but they don't even know what they are. They need someone to tell them. And even when they get told, well, they're just chocolates, they don't get it. We're a bit like that, okay? But we have thoughts. And we actually need God to tell us who we are. And it's only as we understand who he is that we can then start to understand who we are. If we get it wrong about who Jesus is, we're going to have the wrong view of this world we live in and we won't even understand who we are. But once we understand who he is, we then see ourselves and we see that we are precious in his sight. I've got a song for us. Um, just, it's a song um, written a number of years ago uh, by a band called Casting Crowns and it's just asking the question of who am I? Um, who am I? Um, and frail as we are, um, we are precious because Jesus loves us. Let's just uh, maybe think about who we are at this Christmas time as we listen to this song. Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever-wandering heart? Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling. Lord, you catch me when I'm falling.
because of who I am, but because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow, a wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in Shall I fear? Whom shall I fear?